Hello, and thank you for joining Breadcrumb Theory, a modern-day podcast navigating the digital age. We are your hosts, Melissa Schwass and Eric Shear. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Well, Eric, we made it. Episode 10. Yes, we did. And I thought, uh, what better way to for our, 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 our 10th episode than to look back at what we've done in 10 episodes, right? And talk about... Uh, some of the, the the things we chatted about, and then you know how you know how this whole thing is going. Does that uh, does that sounds good? Absolutely. One of the the tenets of breadcrumb theory is you know navigating our digital age and uh, you know using technology in a meaningful way, right? So so that you you can participate in the in the world we live in and benefit. And you know. Uh, when I look at breadcrumb theory and the idea that, that we had when we, we thought, hey, we should do a podcast. And I'm looking around my office this morning as I was getting ready for our call. And I look at all the technology and all of the things that I have that I had absolutely no experience with just a few months ago. Ring lights, streaming software, podcasting software, different kinds of microphones and digital cameras. And, you know, the it's uh i think it's fun to see that you know we eat our own dog food right like uh as tech savvy as we are we're tech savvy and different things right this is a whole nother area um you know that uh that might scare a lot of people and the fact is you know none of this was that hard to learn and now we have a platform to help other people so um i'm excited that we got to 10 episodes and uh, you know i look forward to providing, you know, better content and, and using uh, all of these things that we've learned to make the podcast better and hopefully to to uh, help you all more effectively. Yeah, I think it was episode number three where we talked about video meetings or Zoom fatigue and just preparing for that episode and just learning through uh, all of this in COVID. I've changed the way I interact with my customers and with my team. So I set my laptop up higher now so my face doesn't look like I have three or four chins. I have natural light, so I sit against a window. I also have a ring light. And so those are things that just make me feel better about myself when I'm on camera. I also keep some meetings uh, video optional, but I do believe as we're all remote, video's key now to building a culture. That's not something that I necessarily did or thought before we did this, but just learning through all of this, those are natural changes I've seen in my environment. And I work with people in Europe in India and Asia. And so it's just nice for them to be able to see me, even if I am wearing a baseball cap, even if it is 5 a.m. my time and 10 p.m. their time. So that's something that's been a big change for me because before I would have been, I am never going on video. No way, no how. And now the world sees me with no makeup and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, it actually, uh, it, it's, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people might uh, shy away or feel uh, awkward, you know, seeing themselves in video. I know I, I felt that way. And now that I, you know, with all of COVID and, you know, all of the Zoom that, uh, I don't, I don't feel that way anymore, right? It's just kind of normal, and it's normal to see myself on the screen, and uh, I don't have those self-conscious things. And at the same time, I'm like, hmm, how do I automate much of my Zoom meeting, right? So I've learned, uh, you know, how to to add additional functionality and really ring out 
all of the possible things that uh, we can do to get the most engagement out of all the meetings that I have. So like you said, it's important for people to see you. It's important for people to, you know, be able to interact with you. And, you know, I know when we've talked about online education and a lot of online education, you know, we, we talked about kind of like, how do you make it engaging and how, you know, how do we, you know, how do we see it moving forward? Well, I'm, I'm telling you, the more interactive you can make it, the more you can, you know, offer and the more ways you can present that even through your, your education or your meetings or Zoom or, you know, you don't need, like you said, you don't need a ton of equipment and you don't need a lot of expensive skills or education, but just a little bit of, I don't know, I don't want to call it pizzazz. That's really not a technical term, but it goes a long way to, to engage your audience. And, uh, you know, that's, I, I'm excited for that. So it's fun that we've been able to do 10 episodes. So, you know, everything that we've been talking about, we've been, we've been doing ourselves and then, you know, what, what do we, what do we foresee uh, breadcrumb theory doing in the next 10 episodes? That's my question. My yeah, that's a good question. I've been pondering on that because while we've been doing this, I've been building a company and, and teams on the side. Um, so that's a little bit more personally about me. But I've been really focused about the health aspect of technology and not obviously just health, healthcare from your doctor, but how we interact with technology and the mental health capacity of it. So full disclosure, I have a very high amount of daily screen time, not just from work, but even outside of work. And it was almost embarrassing living in the state of Colorado, how high my screen time was. And I was able to take a week or two off earlier this summer where I was able to really recalibrate that and really force myself to get outside and, and exercise and exercise my physical body as well as my mental and emotional body. And what that's allowed me to do is realize that A, I had way too much screen time and B, I wasn't interacting with technology or people through technology in a healthy way. And so by doing this, it's allowed me to check my own habits. And so as we evolve, that's something I really want to narrow my focus on is helping people live better and more meaningful lives with technology. So that means having those hard conversations with yourself. Do you have too much screen time? Are you using technology and its tools in the best way for you and your family? And it's okay when you do that assessment to have those real conversations personally. You don't have to share with anybody. But I think if you do, you might find yourself going through that journey like I did. And you have to have that, that real self-reflection and think like, okay, is this what I want? Because if you don't stop yourself because of the endless scrolls, because of the endless evolution of technology, it's easy to get sucked in. We have to remind ourselves that we are in charge of our own lives. We are in charge of the way we interact with others. We are in charge of the way we interact with these tools. And so I'd really like to dig into self-assessments as we evolve uh, you know, optimization and, you know, just maybe having a blackout time in our days saying we don't use technology from this time to this time because mother nature is beautiful. This world's beautiful. Whether or not you agree with that, that's a personal opinion, but we're sucked in so much that I believe we're starting to really hate our neighbors in some aspects. And I think if we put the phone down, if we shut the computer down, we turn the TV off and we go have those real personal conversations, we realize that, hey, we're more alike than we are different. And I think technology can be a catalyst for that. Oh, for sure. And to hone in on a point that uh, a keyword that you just said, which is optimization. And I think, you know, given 
given what you just said there and kind of how I feel about it, I'm always looking for ways to, you know, optimize my time and that I, I like to optimize my learning, you know, and, and you're right. And you need to step away and you need to, uh, uh, be, you know, step away from the screen time, because if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a, a way to interact, um, then you're, like you said, you're kind of at the mercy of the technology and that just, you know, you get zoom fatigue, you get endless scrolling through social media and it's not very productive and, and it's not very healthy. Uh, so yeah, I really like to focus on, you know, meaningful time. So what are the tools and what are the things you need to do using technology that will help you optimize your time? What do you do when you want to do online learning or learning in general? How do you optimize, you know, your note taking and how do you optimize that using uh, technology? Because I think the more we can get done and have that compartmentalized uh, with a solid beginning and ending, then you're right, you can take the time out to you know, enjoy your other pursuits. I mean, I know when I just put my phone down, I just leave it in another room intentionally. Uh, you know, like all of a sudden those chores that I've been procrastinating, they get done. You know, uh, your brain will, will look for other things and it, it's healthier. You meet your neighbors, you talk to the folks outside while you're gardening. And um, uh, yeah, so I think those are all honorable goals. And we'd also like to hear from you. Like if you've enjoyed our content, you know, what is it that you want to learn about? Is it you know, do you want to learn how to, you know, interact with technology, as Melissa would say, to, to, to make it useful for you? Do you want to learn how to optimize your, your, work, uh, your work time, your office space? We can talk about all of those different things and, and, and still, uh, you know, get you to a place where, you know, maybe you put a little extra effort in in front and learn some new skills. And that frees you from, you know, uh, having to do, you know, you know, mindlessly drone on in meetings and what have you. So we definitely want to hear from you. Yeah. And if anybody knows of an app out there that helps you schedule out your day and send you reminders, you know, get up and go outside for a walk. I'd love to know about that because that's something I'm, I'm thinking of now. How can you automate those reminders in your day to say, okay, step up, go do this, do this type of exercise, because it really is a collective cohesive movement with your body, mind, body, spirit. And I know it sounds cheesy, but it totally is because once I had that recalibration of my own earlier this summer, I'm much more productive to your point, Eric. And most people out there listening, if they know me, they already think I'm hyperproductive. And so believe it or not, I'm even more productive. I'm happier. My marriage is better. My relationship with my friends, uh, local and distant is, is much better. And I think I just know what I want more in life because I was falling in that trap too of letting technology dictate my life. And so when you've had a long day, it's easy to scroll through your phone, whether or not it's news articles, social media, or just pop on the TV, even if you tell yourself, I'm going to stretch while I do this. So by not watching TV and not doing that, I've been able to reconnect with people in a different way. And so I would love to help people do that with their lives as well. And on top of that, because of our conversations, I actually did recalibrate my office. So I walk into my home office, it feels like a real office because both my husband and I work from home and I am more productive because setting the scene and your environment is just as important as using these tools to help your lives. Absolutely, well, cool. We definitely have a, a tall order before us, but I think uh, we're up for the task and uh, you know, a lot of other fun things like, uh, we did a movie review and I thought that was a lot of fun and we'd like to do more of those where we don't talk about whether the movie was really good or not, but more about 
the technology in the movie and the, and the premise of the movie and, and, you know, what's, what's going on in the world today that, that, you know, mirrors, you know, whatever the movie was trying to show. So we liked those. We thought those were a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, like I said, more things about, uh, you know, we did talk about haptic clothing, right? Haptic technology and the, and the power, uh, uh, of like you said, those reminders to do things like sit up and make sure your shoulders are back so you're not slouched and hunched over your keyboard or uh, uh, a gentle tapping, you know, feeling uh, from your, you know, your a device on your wrist that tells you, hey, it's time to get up and walk around, right? There's there's so much potential and, uh, uh, you know, and so much to, to still explore and talk about that, you know, I'm pretty excited. I think a part, another aspect is while doing this, obviously, I drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak, uh, I'm all in. And so preparing for our episodes and just reading about what the future looks like, a lot of people don't believe that self-driving cars or even flying cars are going to be a possibility. And so to some people out there listening, if you know me, I probably sound like a kooky lady talking about this, but I really have become more optimistic in the way technology is going to evolve and the way it's going to help people. Uh, I've also become a little bit more concerned in some fields where these jobs are going to go away, but I'm now the big picture person that when I talk to people, I'm like, oh my gosh, wait till there's flying cars. Wait till there's Westworld type technologies out there that are really going to improve our lives. And, you know, I take it for granted that I can see it, but I realize that a lot of people still are skeptics, rightfully so. And so I, I hope to win those skeptics over as we proceed and, and, and make more future episodes. Very cool. Yeah. Well, again, congratulations are in order for us for making it to episode number 10. And uh, I think this one, we can keep it short and sweet. But, uh, you know, again, uh, we love to hear from you. We love to hear your ideas, what you want us to talk about in the future. And, uh, you know, don't, you know, we're, we're open to anything at this point. So uh, please, you know, like, comment and subscribe. Yep. To Eric's point, we're going to talk about this stuff regardless. So we'd love some input. Uh, short and sweet episode this week. We made it to episode 10. For those of you listening, not many podcasters make it that far, believe it or not. So check us out at our website, breadcrumbtheory.com and social media. Like, like subscribe, uh, and stay tuned to next week. Thanks, everyone.